thank you, Tony. Um, I appreciate that intro. Um, and 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 so when when I was asked to send something that I that that I might want to be said as part of my intro, I, I sent something that had been prepared uh, some time ago, and and I kind of glanced at it, right? And and, and so it, it's pretty accurate, right? But. Unfortunately, I don't know if y'all saw my face as Tony was talking. The young lady sitting over here kept on saying something to me, and I, I just couldn't figure out what it was he was saying, and then eventually I got it. I have three biological children, but I also have um, four additional children, two boys and two other little girls, and so she wants me to make sure I let y'all know I got some other little <laughs> 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 and, 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 and in a moment, right, you will kind of get a better understanding of that because if some of the other children that you've seen me come here with, they'd be saying, me too, me too now, don't, don't leave me out. And, and, and so part of what I intend to share with you about home will unravel that and give that greater meaning. Renee, I feel you when you express that uh, because of family mobility, it was difficult for you at times to be able to say where you were from. Although I, I couldn't say that I was from different parts of the country, um, as a child growing up in D.C., I never actually lived anywhere more than three years. And so when people ask me, where are you from? And, and what they mean mostly is what part of the city am I from? I'm from the city. And so, you know, people will, like a reporter recently was like, well, no, I mean, like, where are you from? I'm from the city. I I've, I've went to three different elementary schools. I went to two different junior high schools, two different high schools. I'm literally from the city. Wherever I go, there are people who are going to claim me as somebody who's from this neighborhood or from that neighborhood. And so um, my thoughts on the subject of home will come. They are to follow. And I'm going to bring some other things in play. But I, I wanted to say thank you to the auction team. That was great because I don't know if I'm going to be as amusing as Amanda always is. <laughs> and, and they surely set the tone. So y'all were my amusement to the audience. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And so I want to say thank you to Wes. And, and, and the reason why I pause to say thank you to Wes, and many of you have heard me say thank you before. Every time I speak, I try to do that because we are so appreciative of our relationship, which is key to the idea and the concept of home. We're going to get to that. But we are appreciative of our partnership, our relationship with the Washington Ethical Society. And I never want to appear uh, in any audience, in any place of convene where we are, and I not say thank you to Wes. And when I say thank you to Wes, that's all of you who are a part of Wes. Whether you've 
volunteered your time, whether you came to the cookout, whether you did anything for family and friends of incarcerated people, I am truly thankful for West, its members, for opening its doors and for inviting us here even today. Real quick, I want to say, because I want to drive it home, I want you to walk away with knowing not just what I have to say about home, but I also want you to walk away with a clear understanding of what family and friends of incarcerated people is. FFOIP is an organization, a 501c3 organization, whose primary goal and mission and obligation is to foster community support between and for at-risk youth and the families of those who are incarcerated and have been incarcerated, to, to, to forge a bridge from where the incarcerated are to where we are. And this is a driving theme in my ideas and my mission and my thoughts and my ideas about home. And so FFOIP operates specifically to promote charity, literacy, uh, public safety, and the idea and, and, and the concept of a central anchor for people who have lost their way. And that includes those who have been incarcerated and those who are in the community who just can't find their way home. The idea of home, like FFYP has become for so many children in the metropolitan area. And, and I would wager that West has become, for most of you, home is a, a, a major part of being. Home is exclusive, um, not divided. It's, 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 it's based on a neural arc of one's life. Home, according to Webster, is a place where one lives, someone's residence or habitat. Webster also says it's a physical structure, a portion of a place where one resides or lives. Webster, the authority on linguistic things for the English language, also says that home is close family. That it is also one's self. That's what Webster say home is. So, so home is a person's most inner possessions. It, it, it's, it's in a person's relationships. So, so home is, is, is a place. It's a noun. Home is also an adjective. And a home is something that we create and generate from within our minds. That's what home is, according to Webster. Home is any place of value or emotional attachment, regarded as a refuge, a place where we feel safe. That's what home is, a place of origin sometimes. You know, when we think of home, it's where we uh, were born or spent our childhood. Home is and can be 
that town or that place, that state where we have traveled or whatever and spent a number of years, a place where something is discovered, founded, um, directed, developed, promoted, that's home. And so for the organization that I represent, the place where it was developed, where it was founded, where it was promoted, was in prison. And so for a period of time, that was home. That was where the central place of my life and many of the people who work with me to continue the work of family and friends resided. And we sought to turn that into something that we could all place a value in. It is what kept us. So home is a place which keeps us, which keeps us safe, which makes us feel good. And it's not necessarily just the house that we go home to, though that house be very important. And so while away in this temporary place of domicile, we connected ourselves, then a group of fathers, just to talk about relationships that made us feel good. Because that's what home does. Home makes you feel good. After you go out in the world and you do whatever you do for a period of time, whether that period of time be um, eight hours working some job, um, a week doing some work away from your primary place of domicile, or whether you be away for a number of years for whatever the circumstances may be, coming home is a big thing. And Renee, when you come home, I'm quite sure that your West family is going to make that a big thing, you know. So, so home, for me, as a child, began as a place in a part of the city known as Kingman Park, and Kingman Park is in Northeast D.C. And for a long time, that particular spot was like uh, the point for which the yo-yo is attached to your, to, to your finger. And so for whatever reason, my family just kept going back to this one neighborhood, you know, probably because I had so many aunts right there and my mother couldn't get it together, you know. But, and, and, and I say all this you know what I'm saying, so did you understand where I began, that I never lived as a child in any one place more than three years, but I kept ending up in Kingman Park, where a whole lot of people who were attached to me through my lineage, and that spot became more so home than any other part of the city, because I had two, three aunts that lived there, and so my mother needed some help. She'd go to her sister's, and that's where we'd be for a minute, and then we'd go somewhere else for a while. But it was home, albeit temporary home. And so my ideas of home as it relates to the organization, again, is that West has become a home 
for family and friends. And we are grateful for that. You know, Wes has, has continually opens it, opened its doors and said, hey, how would y'all like to do this? How, do you think y'all want to do that? Or can you come and do this? And, and, and so because we are gracious, we will continue to come to Wes and, and, and be here at Wes and share with, well, with Wes everything that we have because that's what people do at home. That when you come home, people are smiling. They're happy to see you. In, in most cases, <laughs> I, had, I had to try to do that, right? But, but, that, but seriously, and, and so, so, so home is the atmosphere that we create. And as we have created this atmosphere, and as we begin to add to the atmosphere here, you can clearly understand what home is, you know. Um, I didn't get a chance to actually look at the, 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 the chart and the paper where everybody was writing down what their meaning of home was, right? But I'm hopefully that I have captured most of what we individually have expressed as what home is. I trust that we are able to continue to develop and share this, this idea of love, of, 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 of togetherness beyond ourselves, beyond our immediate everyday groups of individual members who make up this family, which is also, as I've said earlier, according to Webster, is home. You see, home also is like a, 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 a space in nowhere where we can be somewhere else and still be connected. You know, we can, we can, we can really kind of sit in, 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 in a bad place as I once was and think about everything that was going on at home. You know, one of the things, one of, one, one of the painful things that I had to endure and, and I share this with you because I want to keep you connected to fighting for justice. I want to keep you connected to standing for justice. So I want you to understand where it is I have been and that there are a lot of people who are still where I was who need encouragement. I sat, and this is going to be a little bit funny, too, because it's about coming home. See, in order to get home from where I was, I had to go before a board of people called the U.S. Parole Commission. And, and in the process, you know, I had to share with them why it is I felt that I should be released and I should be allowed to go home. And, and so several times they had denied me, and so that made me a little disgruntled, and so... I knew many other people who had been before them who I felt were worthy of going home. And, and I don't think anybody is truly capable of understanding the worth of an individual and whether or not they should go home except for somebody sitting in there with them. That's, that's just what I mean. Because I get to see people every day. And some people, they got set off, and I said, well, he needed that. 
And then some people, I was like, I was brought to tears because I felt that they should have been released. And so after having seen the U.S. Parole Commission three times, and that's after a whole body of people in the district before they closed law and had said further incarceration for me was no longer appropriate, and then the U.S. Parole Commission comes and says, we don't want to look at that. We're going to give you a set-off. We're going to give you another set-off. We're going to give you another set-off. So I jokingly was playing with people, and I was really hurt, and, 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 and I said, you know what? It's what I should have told them. Because when I went to see them, it was in November. And, 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 and I jokingly started talking about this because it was a thought about home, is that I should have went in there and I should have told that guy, I should have said, man, you know what, I like turkey. You like turkey? <laughs> I mean, I like stuffing. You know, I don't want the stuffing that's in the turkey. That's the part of this. That's the best stuffing when it's cooked inside the turkey. I like yams. You know what yams are? I really like yams. This is the conversation I should have had with him because he denied me anyway, right? So I should have went in there and just told him how I like Thanksgiving and the thought of being with my family at home. Those are the thoughts, and we laugh at it, it's funny, but those are the thoughts that go on every year, every holiday, inside of someone's prison somewhere around this country. And there are, man, so many thoughts of what happens at Thanksgiving, what happens at Christmas, what happens at birthdays, and other celebrations, things with, that, that really remind us of what home really means to us. That's when we are really, really in tune to it. So many times we go to work, we come home, we fix, we t- help the kids, we do this, we do that. But we don't really, you know what I'm saying, stop, pause, and think about home. It is all that prisoners do. And so we try to carry some of the ideas and concepts into prisons on a regular basis so that we share home as often as we can with those who can't get home. And so that is what home means to me. All of that wrapped together, tied together, is what home really means to me. It, it, the place, the central location for everything that we value, the people who are there, the people who become a part of our extended families, all make home what home is. And we must cherish it, we must celebrate it, and honor it as best we can in any way that we can so that those around us can really, you know, really, really begin to appreciate what home really should be for everyone in our society. And so my final words is... Because I'm an athlete, right? You know, I you know I, I like to do all things athletic and everything. I, I want to also be able to have you relate these things. And I know somebody's going to be, you know, talking with the kids about this at some point in time. And so they can't understand much of what I just said. 
were they in the room? They could perceive some of it and nod at some of it, but they couldn't. But they do understand playing tag. They do understand playing basketball, baseball, um, or any kickball, any one of those other games that we've played as children where we've had bases, you know, first base, second base, third base, and home. Home is the goal for all of these childhood games. And so when you're trying to get them to begin to develop their ideas and concepts of home, share with them the ideas of these bases. See, each base is a safe place. Each each base is a necessary place in the course of our development from youthfulness into young adulthood into adulthood. And so the goal for every game is home. You know, that's, that's, that's where we end up. No matter how we start out, no matter what course we take, the basis where we end up periodically in life help us to stay safe until we can get home. Thank you.